Hey, the Angels won a series, but does it mean anything? Let's chat about that. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Happy Monday to you, and thanks for being here for this episode of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Fresh Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother john we love talking angels baseball with you every single monday through friday no matter how much this team hurts our feelings michael <laughs> uh but it is great to be here and be your host for your team every single day hey uh on today's show we're going to recap the weekend series against the what uh the <laughs> i should say the, the east coast angels right versus the west coast mets because that's what it was this weekend right mike yep, yep. Uh, but first we did get some news over the weekend kind of following up on all of the stuff that happened with Shohei Otani. So, Mike, why don't you uh, start us out with that Shohei Otani update? Well, locked on everydayers and Angel fans are not going to be surprised that Shohei is going to keep on hitting mm-hmm. because that's just what he does, right? He's Shohei Otani. He's the unicorn. And he said he's going to keep on hitting until he tells us that he's not, according to Perry Manassian. The severity of his UCL tear hasn't been disclosed yet. They're, they're still looking for a second opinion. Um, I, I thought this was interesting, and it got some um, some tread on on Twitter and social media. Jeff Fletcher tweeted that Perry Manassian revealed that the Angels offered to do an MRI on Otani's arm after his cramping episode earlier this month, and Otani and his agent refused because they didn't think it was necessary. Now, I want to be clear about something. Uh, Jeff Fletcher said refused was his word, and it might be a little bit too strong. Perry said they turned it down, and he understands why. It was a cramp in his finger, and they didn't believe it was warranted. The imaging was warranted, and there's many times that that they would ask players to get an MRI, and the, the player would say no, and he said in this instance, Otani said, no, no, I'm playing, and the thing I didn't realize, John, was that players and agents have to agree to any sort of imaging, and so mm. that was an interesting little nugget uh, from this weekend because the Angels have been trashed essentially in the media because sure. they didn't take care of Shohei Otani and allowed him to get hurt. And so I think a part of this is Perry Manassian just giving clarity to, no, no, we weren't careless. We actually took some steps. And I don't think, John, that this is Perry Manassian trying to throw Shohei under the bus. Now, I don't have any details on what conversations took place behind the scenes, but I just don't think that they're going to try to make him look bad without actually getting his approval. Like, hey, can we release this statement that, talking to his agent? Do this some inform- of that stuff. This information doesn't come out unless Nezbolelo and Shohei approve that. So I think yeah. every, everybody was in agreement here. <laughs> My, I just, I have to, I have to say, I love the nuance of like, oh, I guess, I guess, refused was too strong of a word. He turned yeah. it down because, like, yeah. can you just imagine Otani? No. Absolutely not. Right. No, I'm not doing right. that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think and I like the clarity that Jeff brought because I think that he's even realized like everybody's going to read into the specific words that he uses and thinking like, oh, there there's something there. And again, it goes back to the Otani versus the Angels. Everybody wants outside of the Angel fandom, everybody wants Otani to be upset with the Angels. Like he's so sick of them and he's so tired of them. And I think it's just a lot of people who haven't watched the Angels 
who have said, well, we're seeing that they're not making the playoffs, so why wouldn't he be sick of them and tired of them? But I just think Otani is just wired differently. He's a different kind of human. He's a different kind yeah. of ball player. The fact that he's even playing, John, and had a really great weekend is just an indication of how great he is. But here's what's interesting is there was like this appalled kind of feeling from baseball fans like, I, I can't believe that he's even going to – I can't believe that he's going to do that, which is another indication of how they haven't followed Otani's career because no. – he did this already. He yeah. did this in 2018 and in 2019. And and it's an example of the fact that these are just fans of the highlight reel of Shohei Otani and not necessarily the player that is Shohei Otani. Even better, Mike, were that people going, you know, I guess uh, Otani's going to have to to swing with that torn UCL. You know, Bryce Harper was able to do it last year. And it's like, <laughs> why are you yeah. comparing him to Bryce Harper when he already went through this yeah. five years ago? <laughs> right. Right. I just think that it's another it's another example of of the fans have no idea about you, Shohei. You made a very important distinction and that is this. People who have first of all tried to create a narrative of Otani versus the Angels are not the ones watching the Angels every single day like yeah. you and I are and our long-suffering locked on everydayers are and they also are a fan of highlight real Otani. Yeah. They're not there for the highs and the lows. They're only there for the highs. And most of the highs they see are on Twitter that people reshare. And right. that's fine. That's great. You could admire from afar, but Absolutely. you can't have the full picture and you can't have the full story unless you're in it every single day like Otani is, yeah. like Trey Manassian is, like Phil Nevin is, like you and I are, and a lot of the people who watch and listen to the show are, we're yeah. in it every single day. Well, it makes sense if those tungsten arm O'Doyle tweets are always out there, right? And so people <laughs> who are not fans are hearing this, seeing that, and then going, oh, the Angels lost again, but Shohei had 17 home runs in this game where he struck out 49, <laughs> right? Like, and, and, I, and I get it, and I get the Angels deserve a lot of those those tweets and that treatment, but if you're only seeing that, then you're not actually watching the the player every day. And and it would make sense. Nobody's actually trying to log in to Valley Sports West, right? Like nobody's trying to, to <laughs> Yeah, that's that. another that's another thing is like you gotta be able to have a, a, a VPN and a right. MLB subscription to watch these right. teams and whatnot or pay thousands of dollars for cable where you're only trying to watch well baseball games. And that's the benefit <laughs> of our, our locked on every day or Torrid in New York, who he he said he was going to the Mets game on Sunday, only yeah. one that they lost. I, I'm so sorry, buddy. Sorry. And then also our favorite Marlins fan who actually watches uh, Locked On Angels and the Angels uh, in Florida. I'm sure that they can they can watch every day. But quite right. honestly, not everybody's tuning in every day unless you know the Angels are on like Peacock unless you're or a on ESPN. psycho like we are, <laughs> right? <laughs> but the Angels don't make too many you know big big market games. They're not yeah. on ESPN all the time, or they're not on Peacock or those other networks the reality is too is when they're on those those networks they don't look good they haven't right. won on some no. of those big games they're gonna like this weekend they're they take two out of three but it was the peacock game that they yes, lost you know <laughs> so, national tv every time yeah uh, otani had himself a great weekend by the way i know he, he didn't did. do so well on on sunday but man like his friday and saturday were amazing and and before we wrap up this segment and move on to the next one i just want to say and and tell everyone that i was able to connect with Ben Verlander after yep. Friday's episode. Yep. He reached out to us. He said, Hey fellas, uh, I think you have a great show. I totally understand where you're coming from. I, I hear you, uh, keep up the great work. And so I reached out to Ben. I said, Hey Ben, uh, it's John. Just want you to know that, um, while I think Mike did a good job of keeping everything above board in terms of responding to what you said, I 
had too many arrows for you. I came hard. I said my emotions were heightened um, because of what happened with Shohei and what people were saying. I said your emotions were heightened because you were upset that your favorite player got hurt. And yeah. I get it. And and I think that he said some things that he kind of, which I appreciated. He had an emergency podcast this weekend. He kind of clarified. He said, hey, I got some information from the Angels that the UCL tear is not as bad as it was. Uh, he was feeling great. He was healthy before all of this went down. They op- and, and then he did echo a lot of what we learned over the weekend about the MRI and all of that yeah. stuff. So I appreciate that Ben put that out there. I also appreciate that he connected with us and uh, I got the opportunity to apologize for my arrows that I fired, but he also <laughs> like, he was very gracious and said, yeah. Hey, I get it. Like all of us had these heightened emotions uh, because we're all upset. Our favorite player got hurt and I get it. So yeah. you, you, uh, you did a good job, Mike. I didn't do a good job. Last <laughs> <laughs> well, what I appreciated about what he said was that he, he appreciated our, our uh, very honest response and that, mm-hmm. that there wasn't, I know you said, you know, arrows, but there wasn't like, you know, character shots and things like that. And and I know that when you ever, whenever you make a statement, especially about like the, the angels and the way that he made that statement, I get that emotions are heightened. And so people are going to respond in emotions, but he said, it's hard sometimes to actually have a really intelligent conversation yes. without people calling names and things like that. And so you and I try to commit to that. And, and sometimes Bozo comes out of our mouth or sometimes nerd comes out of our mouth, right? Like, and so that was have- an accident, by the way, I didn't mean to say it that way. I, I get that. I get that. I just think, you know, and obviously we don't, I was we- trying to say Ben Verlander and I went yeah. Ben Verlander. Yeah. And then I laughed because I was like, Nerdlander? Did I and, just say and that? You have, and you have the English degree. That's the funny part about this. Is hey, I never said John, I could talk. I can right. write, but I Johnny, can't talk. Johnny keeps us on track and helps me to pronounce words on this episode. <laughs> so or on the show, but yeah, I appreciated that he reached out and, yes. and uh, appreciate that he was, was honest about that. And I appreciate his emergency pod. The, the hard part is, is, is that sometimes you're just going to run into the brick wall of emotion when it comes to the fans that you're talking about. We saw that earlier this year with our buddies over at foul territory when a comment was made about like getting a shortstop and Zach Neto was up and all the angels fans were like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. Right. And and so it was great to have them on and to bring some clarity and things like that. But that's, that's what I love about what we get to do and why we have locked on every day is we get to have a constant dialogue of what's actually going on and admitting that and, and doing that in a really healthy and I think holy way. Hey, listen, the Angels are playing the Phillies uh, today at 3.40 Pacific time. It's going to be another fun series because we don't see the Phillies all that often. We did see them last year, and their season went one direction, and our season went the other direction. John, we're, we're going to get to see Bryce Harper, and, and he's going to he's gonna hit with that. He's going to be able up. to hit. <laughs> really? Huh, never seen that before. Never, never in the who, – who would have thought? Uh, you can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. Just search Angels. Coming up on Lockdown Angels – we're going to give you an update on Chase Silseth and talk about what happened. Oh it's just a, another facepalm moment yeah. for our Halos. We'll get into that coming right up. Hey, today's episode is brought to you by Dave. At one Dave. time or another, we all need a little financial help. And even though we have a big brother, Dave, Mike, that's not who we're talking about here. He's never loaning us money. <laughs> he's not going to loan us money. No. But you can get cash from Dave when you need it. And you need a hand between paychecks. You can help build credit by settling extra cash advances on time. Dave is the banking app that's leveling the financial 
playing field. Again, not our older brother. He would never do that for us. Uh, we're really mean to him, aren't we? Hey, when you download Dave, you can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. It's part of Dave's extra cash account. Advance the money you need with no interest and then settle up later. Extra cash gives you more money to buy groceries, fill your gas tank, finally get your car repaired or catch up on bills without having to wait for your next paycheck. You can even build credit when you settle up on time. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to make finances easier. So if you're in a pinch, all you got to do is download the Dave app at dave.com slash MLB. That's dave.com slash MLB, and you can get $500 in five minutes or less. Again, no credit checks, no late fees. Download the Dave app now or go to dave.com slash MLB. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Eligibility criteria and instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Locked On Everydayers, hey, join us tomorrow. We're going to recap the game against the Phillies today. And they're playing, the Angels are playing the Phillies at 340. And you can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. All you got to do is search Angels. And speaking of games, Johnny, let's talk about this weekend. And we'll take you back to Friday. The Angels started a series against the New York Mets, the East Coast Angels. And they (laughs) got a victory, a 3-1 to victory. And... Let me just walk you through some of the highlights of this game. Uh, Nolan Shanuel was in this game. We'll talk about why he missed the the next two games. But in the top of the third, Johnny, he gets a hit. And then Otani doubles. And the Angels have runners at second and third with no outs. And this typically is a moment where the Angels just cannot come through. But here comes Brandon Drury getting a sack fly. Otani tags from second to third. Angels are up one nothing, And then Moose comes up and swings at the first pitch and knocks a single into center field, and suddenly it's 2 nothing. And I, I don't know if my eyes were deceiving me, but was <laughs> I seeing fundamental base running and fundamental baseball sack fly and moving runners <laughs> over? John, who is this team? <laughs> Look, I know we were just teasing our older brother Dave, but his oldest son, Tyler, our nephew Mike, he and I were having a conversation over text message a few days ago, and he said something that I said I would share and credit him for on Lockdown Angels. He said, the Angels have forgotten how to play boring fundamental baseball and right. i was like that is the perfect summation yep. of of this angels team so yeah what a, a great way to start friday night you know we often talk about the angels and scoring and they're not able to produce a a shutout ending inning and of course sandoval continued that trend as he yeah. gave up a, a home run to uh lindor and that made it two to one angels um, however patrick sandoval did pitch Pretty well overall. Six innings pitched, two hits, one run, four walks. Uh, gave him a little bit of trouble there. Seven Ks on 107 pitches. Had some good defense behind him for a change. Shanuel uh, yeah. had a great diving stop at first. That stole a hit. Uh, bottom of the seventh inning after a single and an air on a sack bunt. Uh, Matt Moore got the strikeout and a pop-up. And then on that flyout, Randall Kritchuk had an awesome play to get Danny Mendick at home. And yep. that was awesome to watch him throw that from, from left field. Uh, they got an add on run in the top of the ninth after two walks and a pass ball. Nolan Shanuel came through with that add on run, man. And I just, 
I love watching that kid hit because mm-hmm. he's finding a way to get on base, but he's also attacking the zone at the right time. Remember, yep. he's got an incredible contact rate within the strike zone. Um, that night, he extended his hitting streak to seven games at the time. And then, get this, Carlos Estevez closed it out in the bottom of the ninth, uh, his 27th save. In fact, he was able to do that again on Saturday. But before we get to the ninth inning, Mike, why don't you talk about Saturday? Yeah, Saturday, the Angels won 5-3. to three. Uh, Shanuel was out of this game. He was scratched because they said he was sick, maybe some food poisoning. The frustrating part, Johnny, is everybody on Twitter and Angel fans especially were like, are you sure about that? Like, because because Nevin sure said it was that, food poisoning. That's why, <laughs> right? And so and he so he missed Saturday's game, and then he also missed Sunday's game, and maybe they're just giving him an extra day off. But uh, the the joke was, yeah, right. Then we're going to see Shanuel on the you know ten day IL because of such and such and such, right? Like, <laughs> and so it's unfortunate that this is kind of where the Angels are at because their communication has been really terrible or their diagnosis has been really terrible. But mm-hmm. for the team, they actually got the scoring started off early in the first inning. Otani had a double, um, and and then Drury had an RBI single. It was the seventh straight game for Brandon Drury, by the way, getting an RBI. Then, Johnny, top of the second inning, Moniak hits his 13th home run, gets his 40th RBI. It was 2 nothing. Then after a Trey Cabbage double, Renjifo singled him home with two outs, and then uh, Otani then triples, and Renjifo scores. At that time, it was 4 nothing, and then Drury gets a hit, an RBI double, and Otani scores 5 nothing. And I know that we've talked ad nauseum about angels and runners in scoring position, but what I've noticed lately is that it seems like the angels have been able to come through with two outs. Have you noticed that? Mm, yeah, I see what you're saying now that I, I think about it, but... I mean, it's just a matter of of piling on when it matters, when it, when it counts. And I mean, those that that knocked out Carlos Carrasco at the yeah. end of the inning, Mike. And uh, you know, they they their top three were five for six against yeah, they, him. They the weren't missing. <laughs> they and were not so, missing. Yeah, it's just I, I I hear what you're saying about the the two outs and runners in scoring position, and obviously you want those to come on with less outs in the inning. However, it just goes to show me that as an inning progresses. Like they're still doing a, still doing their job. Yeah. Glad they figured it out on August 26th. That's fantastic. <laughs> Too bad they couldn't do that, you know, for the last three months. But hey, you July know, July 26th or June 26th. Right, right. When it mattered, <laughs> when they were still in it. Uh, but here's the thing. Here's here's what I love about Shohei Otani, man. Yeah, it's two stolen bases in this game, both in the top of the fourth. He's one stolen base shy of 20 on the season. When he gets there. He's going to join, oh, you know, just Alex Rodriguez is the only player with multiple 40 home runs slash 20 stolen base seasons in the 21st century. So wow. it's going to be A-Rod and Shohei Otani, and only one of them did it legitimately. Uh, every time <laughs> that he had a walk or was intentionally walked, the Mets fans were not happy about that. Right, <laughs> right. Johnny, and understandably was, uh, so, right? <laughs> I, I mean, you're in competition for anything right now. So why right. not just look what he can do? And the Mets are probably like, we're not going to see this guy ever. So let's, let's, let's see what he can do. There, there was a moment in the bottom of the fourth that we need to talk about. So the Mets botch a double steal and Ohapi throws behind the runner at first base instead of throwing to third or throwing to second. And Gooba's on the broadcast and he's usually pretty positive. Gooby goes, Oh, what are you doing? What <laughs> like are you doing? doing? Yeah. His, his yeah. natural baseball instinct came out. So, uh, Cabbage, he he comes in, he gets the ball, and then um, he throws it to third base because yes. he's trying to get the runner at third base, and he hits Chase Silseth 
in the back of the head. And so the ball rolls away. The runner that was going to third comes around and scores. The runner at second goes to third base. Silseth continues to run. And then I think it just kind of hit him. It was like, oh, that really hurt. And he goes yeah. down and grabs his head. And, and he was down for a few minutes. Really scary moment. Good news, Jeff Flesher said that the Angels are going to monitor Chase. But for now, just has a headache. Probably like probably a concussion. He did get released from the hospital. Did come back to the game on Sunday. Uh, Nevin did also say that I think we avoided something serious. But with head injuries, you always want to be more cautious. But wasn't that just like the most angel moment? Well, only the Angels, yes. Right. I, I don't understand... And look, I'm not, I I hope that Chase is fine. I hope he gets better, and and we want to see him be a successful part of the pitching staff for years to come. I don't understand why he was trying to cover third. Yeah, that's, that's the one area that I'm a little bit confused about. Right. Also, Ohapi, you know, he talked after the game, and he was like, you know, I I I made the wrong decision. Somebody on Twitter said, oh, Ohapi pushed circle instead of square. <laughs> which Logan, I, we've all I been there. At, yeah, I've done that a million times. Um. And so, yes, I, That's I so funny. it was just the, the, that. the worst situation, Mike. Yeah. It was just, I mean, fortunately they, they were able to win yeah. that game. Well, and Chase was pitching a heck of a game up. To I, that know, point too. Like I know he was struggling a bit in that inning, but I, it, it, that, that guy has been somebody that we've been really, really excited about. Before we, you know, Estevez got his 28th save in this one, but there was a moment where Soriano let a, an off-speed pitch come up and, and hit Pete Alonzo and, as Alonzo moved, it hit him in the back of the skull, kind of where the base of your skull meets your neck. And yeah. Pete Alonzo was upset, and Ohapi tried to talk him down. And I think the general consensus, Mike, is that, like, hey, look, it was an off-speed pitch. It got away. That's why it hit you. But I did see so, – so, okay, first of all, let me say this. Pete Alonzo has not done himself any favors this season no, with, his, with his attitude and the had some he said, decisions, yeah. throwing throwing what's his name's uh first hit into the, the stands yeah. when mm -hmm. when there's only two outs like what are you doing right. and then he apologized and so just he he's he's been a bozo this season there you go bozo um however i understand the frustration because it's a lot of the same reason why we were upset when trout got thrown at right. his head it wasn't intentional and it wasn't on purpose but it's like, come on, guys, like you're professional baseball players. If you're going to lose control of an off-speed pitch, at least have the pitch ability to keep it over the plate or keep it outside or keep it low and down and things like that. I think that if we're going to be upset about the Mariners and Trout and what happened there, I I don't think that we can be upset about this, about Pete Alonso getting mad at, right. at what happened. I agree. Even though he's been kind of a, a, a not a fun person this season. <laughs> Hey, today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper on Sleeper. You can swing for the fences with up to with up to 100 times your money. I almost said 10, but that's incorrect. 100 times your money. Can you believe it? All you have to do is choose two or more players that you like and decide if they will overperform or underperform on their stat categories like home runs, strikeouts, hits, and much more. Get your picks right, and you could win big. Sleeper works quickly, too. Entries can be made in 30 seconds or less, and there are safe and fast withdrawals on all payouts. Download the Sleeper app today, and when you do, use the code LOCKEDON at sign up, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. So you put in $100, they'll match it up to $100. Again, use that promo code LOCKEDON when you sign up. Check out Sleeper today.
Let's finish our recap of the weekend, Johnny. Let's go to Sunday, yesterday's game. The Angels did lose 3-2. to two, And Griffin Canning was really good in this game. Seven innings, nine Ks. Moore, Matt Moore, was not very good in this game. He actually got a blown save because he gave up a run in the bottom of the eighth inning. And then Ronaldo Lopez came into this game because Carlos Estevez has been in the last two games, got two saves. And he was going to try to get at least the Angels to the next inning, but mm-hmm. unfortunately couldn't do that. He allowed four straight people to reach in the ninth, and the Mets got a walk-off win. And it was one of those games where if if it was a regular time in the season and we were kind of still in competition, I think it would have been frustrated because mm-hmm. it's another one of those games where the Angels should have won, could have won, but didn't win. And yeah. But I think that we're in that mode right now at the end of the year where we're like eh, is this is that kind of a big deal i mean hey yeah. we won a series for the first time in like yeah, years since, it felt since, like right since the giant series yeah <laughs> exactly the giant series at home and so i i i guess you know, like we we could be frustrated with it i, I love that Renhifo is still hitting and hitting well it seems like he heats up at the end of the year and so i think there's something to that i think it bats really help him but johnny tell me like does does this series matter? What am I what, what am I hopeful for? Is there anything to be hopeful for, or is it just kind of like his reality really set in for us? I know a lot of people are like, you guys just need to admit it. I get it. I understand that. I would love to see Eagles in the playoffs. I just don't think that their pathway there is going to be easy. So winning a series is great, but is that all we can celebrate? I mean, really, that's what it comes down to. Is like, hey, they they didn't lose like like horribly in this game. I mean, it was. Uh, a bummer of a situation. Matt Moore is usually pretty solid. Yeah, um, he's really good. There was kind of a question on why they continued to pitch to Pete Alonso when first base was open. I kind of feel like that's a matter of, you know, hindsight. Again, Monday morning quarterbacking. Yeah. It made sense, you know, afterwards to say, well, you know, you shouldn't have pitched to Pete Alonso. But at that, I mean, did he, what did he go, like 0 for 4 on Saturday night? I mean, he just, he wasn't having a good weekend. And, uh, I think Matt Moore is a guy you want to pitch to a tough guy right. like that. Yeah. Um, but again, hindsight is twenty twenty. Mike, when it comes to this series, it is great to win two out of three, uh, but it, it just it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. And it yeah. just kind of reinforces the fact that the Angels are competitive with other non-competitive teams. Yep. Uh, the Mets are certainly non-competitive i know that like lindor has been having a great stretch lately uh, but it's it's more of the same the angels uh they can beat 500 or below teams and when it comes to rising to the occasion they they've proven all season long that they are who they are i think we had a we had a video thumbnail on youtube that said the angels are who they are and and that's kind of been the case all season long this is a team certainly more capable of playing better baseball and and like we said on paper they're a great team but and this is maybe let's set this up for a discussion later on this week but mike i i i have a feeling that the atmosphere in the locker room is a complete disaster Mm. i know that we have our injuries i know that we've had our adversities i understand all of that but i i just have a feeling when you have guys coming from other teams who are doing well coming into your system and, and there was a comment from Sam Blum on his podcast where he said something along the lines of, I don't even want to repeat what Anthony Rendon was saying to us yeah, in front of his that. locker room. Yeah. It, it's, it, and, and, you know, there's there's been stories about Hunter Renfro. And, you know, we haven't heard anything about his time on the team being bad, but you never know. So I just, I feel like 
there, there's there's something going on, mm. and and I understand there's a there's a litany of things wrong with this team at the end right. of the day. Right. But I, I just I look at this team on the field. And I'm like, you're talented, but what the heck is going on in your brain? Yeah. And and what's going on in that locker room? And and is there some sort of divide? Because I just I don't see it. So again, I, I this series reinforced that the Angels have been able to beat teams like this all season long. They've gotten you know hot at certain times and took three out of four from Texas, and then they took one out of three from Texas you know a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. again, it just kind of reinforces that this team is who it is. Also, I think there's something weird going on in that hmm. locker room. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. They do play the Phillies today at 3.40 Pacific time, and you can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels. Hey, friends, give us a follow on Twitter at LockedOnAngels and at SuperHaloBros on Twitter and Instagram. If you're watching on YouTube and you're not subscribed, hit that subscribe button. It really helps us out. Give us a like, a thumbs up on the video. That helps us out a lot as well. And comment below. We'd love to hear from you. Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? Well, one of your favorite angels, CJ Wilson, who you've defended, hey, was a good signing. I will I defend did. him until the end of time. <laughs> he actually did some tweeting last week and said some really interesting things about the angels from 10 years ago. So we're going to share it, and then we're going to share like if it even matters. So let's talk hmm. about that tomorrow on Lockdown Angels. All right, looking forward to that conversation. Maybe that kind of fits what I was just talking about. I was about, just going to say, we might have so. two segments for tomorrow. So let's, let's go, friends. Let's, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends, thanks for being here, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here with us, and we'll see you back here on Tuesday. Tuesday.